ladies and gentlemen, filmmakers and moviegoers alike. I'm always off my mark. God damn it. Moviegoers alike. How do you always end up doing that? <laughs> I don't know how. I just, I guess I need to re-angle my camera at some point. Welcome to Craig the Casual. <laughs> I'm your host, Street Cuffs. Joining me as always is the amazing Dorky Dev. What's up, Dev? Not much. That's good to Just, hear. You know, running around. Running around. No, wait, no we're not fuck there off. Yet. It's one day. Give me at least <laughs> one fucking day before we go through this fucking Christmas bullshit, all right? All right. I can give you a day. Just a fucking day. That's all I need. Maybe well, not I, a full I day, me. but no. Give me a fucking. Give me the. Give me till tomorrow. All right. But also, I forgot to tweet out the thing. Give me a second. Or the the the, the Insta the thing. gram. Yeah. Damn. Good thing Damn you can do it in an Insta int. Shut up. <laughs> okay, we're so original here, all the time. And Maze Runner. Uh, Scorch. Trial. I can't remember how to spell Scorch. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> well, let me look over here real quick. Uh, I don't know why I thought there was a T in there. It's okay. I thought so, too, when I wrote down my notes at first. But it's... There isn't. And Death Cure. Which is kind Tonight. of a lazy name for a book. That's... 6 p.m. Mm. Get that, guys? Everyone who's listening? <laughs> fuck off. That, that's I'm trying to be a today. good... <laughs> oh, fucking typo, I just noticed. Mm. Where did you do it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> it's not that hard. Oh, <laughs> Runer? Yep. Runer? Maze, maze runner. runner. I'm the maze runner. <laughs> <laughs> it's he. This is Dave. He's the maze runner. Yeah, he goes around putting all the traps in the maze. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this week we're doing the maze runner. Um, we thought there were three movies. Turns out there was only two left. I'm a dumb dumb. It's okay. It happens. <laughs> I'm a dumb dumb. Too. But there were there were four books, right? There were five books actually. And this wasn't the last in the series. No. There's Okay. Well, you know, I think it might actually be the last in the series, and then the next two were prequels. Are they? Yeah. I think Hold one on. of them. Let me look is it up real quick. Order The Glade of before they show up. Runner books. Yeah. Maze Runner Scorch Trials, Death Run uh Death Cure. Official graphic no. Hill Order. That was book four, I think. Here, uh, you go to the Wikipedia timeline. That's important. But this week, everybody, we're—it's called. We're—I'm calling this week sick and tired, because you know, some people are sick, other people are tired. Oh, so it's thirteen years. Uh, Kill order is thirteen years before. Any book to the road, the fever code, the fifth installment, second book in the order. Okay. So it goes the kill order, fever code, the maze runner, uh, scorching trial or the scorch trials. And then, and then crank place takes place during the death gear book. Okay. 
apparently it was another book released. Oh, so there's six books. Okay, so, you know, hey, this is on me, 100%, because <laughs> I'm the one who said there were four, uh, four movies. Okay. I don't fact check anything. It's partially no, my fault, don't. too. No, <laughs> you Fact check me next time. Bye. Oh, we look like idiots. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's completely on me, though. I'll take the blame on that. That's, all right. that's Hear me. that, everybody? It's all Deb's fault that we both look like idiots. It's not my fault. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to blame him, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you can blame me. I don't mind. <laughs> so yeah uh this week like i said i've called it sick and tired we're talking about maze runner the scorch trials and then the death cure anything else we want to talk about before we hop into the today's first movie uh give me one second i'm typing something out so let me pull up the imdbs real quick day uh maze Runner, Death Cure, Tab, Squirt All right, good go. <laughs> okay, we're ready. <laughs> we're talking about... Listen, man, I... <laughs> what going on? <laughs> Are you at least awake this week? Yeah, I'm awake this week. No, last week was a different week, all right? Yeah. Last week was a different dev entirely. <laughs> yeah. That dev did not compute and was kind of fun to mess with. That dev just did not care about the movies he watched. <laughs> well, how about today? What did today's dev, or yesterday's dev, think about today's movie? Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials. These movies were, this, this movie. This movie? In particular, I was surprised by. Um, I thought it was well-paced. Mm -hmm. Um... As, you know, a movie from 2015 that was released on uh, September 18th could be with a budget of um, $61 million, which received 31 or 30 million on its U.S. opening, 81 million on its gross U.S. Um, and 312 million worldwide um, could do. Um, personal opinion, it's a better second movie than maybe last week's series. Um I think that it doesn't try to like like so my problem with what was it uh because it's catching fire was the second one right uh yes we talked about that that it was really slow and then when we finally got to the the trial um or the the hunger game like its change of pace didn't really feel right mm-hmm this one's change of pace worked because it goes from being a survivor survival mystery mm -hmm. to a survival zombie race against time. <sighs> zombie part got me. <laughs> didn't not, care and, for him? What? Like, did, did you not care for him? I didn't care for him. Oh, that's fair. I, like, I think they're cool. Like personally. they were cool. They they had some interesting designs for sure. Well, part of them did. Like the first one we got to see with the blackened eyes, I thought that was really sweet. And then the like the crab mouth man, whoever he was, whatever. But like past that, I was like, does it really have to be zombies? Can it, can they do something else? Nah, <laughs> I mean, I understand that humans obviously have to turn into zombies, but like, come on. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do, like, 
hey, it's a book that came out what during the late two thousands. Yeah. Early twenty tens. I think this book came out. Zombies were popular. Mm-hmm. This is during the hype of Walking Dead. Um. So. Oh, I forgot to mention this. You you saw the picture I sent you, the screenshot I sent about what year Maze Runner takes place? Yeah, 2020. That made me laugh really hard. Like, a lot harder than I thought. Because I I was sitting there on the couch with this, watching my dad, watching this movie with my dad. You need to go walk away for a second. I forgot my water bottle. All right, no worries. <laughs> I'll just tell the audience this super amazing story. That obviously Dev doesn't need to hear, and that I am not stalling in time for. I'm away, right? What? Did you hear me the entire time I was away? No, because I was talking the whole time too. Oh fucking damn it! (laughs) My mic might have been able to pick me up the entire time. I guess I I have my noise gate pretty well. (laughs) Like I heard you as you were walking out the door. You're like, and then like that was the last I heard of you. But um yeah, uh did I remember to unmute myself? I did. Good to know. <laughs> Thinking about it, it took me a second. I was like, hold on. Uh no, yes. Um but I was gonna say I was watching this movie with my dad and I was explaining like every movie lately that you and I have watched where there has been like virus and exploitation and like depression and like apocalypses, it has been very much felt like we were watching the news in twenty twenty. And I literally, yeah. I said that to dad, my dad, and I was like, yeah, it's like, we keep saying, it's like, it's like we're watching something in 2020. We watch, we try to watch movies to escape, yet we keep being reminded of this terrible, awful year. I wonder what year this movie takes place. 2020. Ah! <laughs> Listen. So the big thing is, <laughs> writers aren't like, per- don't predict. Yeah, they're not They're prolific. pessimistic. Yeah. They're pessimistic. Yeah. Because pessimism makes good writing. Um, pessimism with a side of optimism. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, back to this movie real quick. I don't mind the cranks because they remind me of clickers, if that makes sense. And clickers are scary. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to remind me of any sort of infected, um, reminding me of clickers is a good good go because that shit terrifies me Mm -hmm. when you start hearing the clicking noises and shit which you hear a few times in this and i'm like okay i'm not okay i don't like this (laughs) um and honestly i think it's a good pickup from where the last one leaves off i think that the character's decisions all make sense who they are makes sense you don't feel like anyone's like drastically different um like I like I can't help but compare it to the other teen drama that we've recently finished. No, yeah, uh, with the Hunger Games, and I feel like there's less bullshit. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. This movie. Um, sorry, go ahead and finish. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. That, no, I 100% agree with you that I enjoy. Like I like this movie more. I at the end of this movie, I was sitting there. I was like, did I actually enjoy this movie quite a bit? Like, I, I had a good time. I thought it was decently paced as well. There were some moments that I thought were a bit, like, cliche. Like, everyone, like, you used the gif that I thought was ex- the most cliche part of this movie. And I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> okay, if you, can't, if you have an opportunity for a dude to slide on a door, you do it, all right? It, it, it's just the worst part about that to me is the door opens, like, 
All right, let's go. Close the door. I'm like, oh, come on. Ah, it's intense. It's fun. I'm cool with it. Listen, also, even if cliche writing things happen or what you think is cliche, guess what? That's good writing. Um, You want to know why? Mm-hmm. Because it means if you know what's happening, it means the writer read it in a way that makes you understand what is happening. It's That's good writing. It's the Indiana yes. Jones moment. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about in general with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's some things that I would consider cliche, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and I'll get more into that with the next movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that like, even with it having quote unquote cliche moments, I think that that's not a bad thing because this movie is well paced. It leads the audience the direction it's supposed to go. Um, it doesn't feel like it's just, it doesn't feel like it meanders. Like mm-hmm. there's never a moment in this movie where I feel like it's slowed down to a snail's pace. There's a, there's a entire section of them pretty much just walking and it doesn't feel slow. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's towards the beginning of the movie when they're walking to the, uh, the, the place to see the lights. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Cause shit about. keeps happening and it keeps being intense. And it keeps working. Mm-hmm. Part of me wonders, though, there's a bit of info that I miss. Like, well, not necessarily miss. Like, I would have loved to see a few more character moments. I understand that this movie is two hours and 11 minutes long with credits. Without them, it's like two, just over two hours. So, um, I understand that this is already a long movie as is for, like, a, a, a teen novel. Uh, young adult novel. My apologies. Uh, but... There, like I want to see more connect. Like, why did Eris choose Thomas? Type things. Like, where did these motivations come from? Why was it less than eight hours? Why was it like just a couple of hours, and then these things are happening? Like, we didn't. I didn't read the book, so I couldn't say if that was in the book or not. But I feel like that's moments that were a lot better explained in the book, of course. Um. Probably, but mm. for a movie standpoint, I think it still works. Yeah, for um, the most part. I didn't. I honestly didn't really feel like anything was out of place. Maybe you, at, know, what's, you know what's funny that you're gonna like? Hmm? No Marvel connections. I know. <laughs> I was though very... a star-studded cast. Yes. Um, because you got like Dylan O'Brien, who's pretty damn good at what he does. Uh, Ki Hong Lee is really good. Thomas Brody's awesome. Um, you got Rosa uh, Salazar from Alita. You have goddamn um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Mr. Goddamn. Um, oh, now I blank on his name. <laughs> um, fuck. Oh, no. Which, which uh, one Gus. are you? Yeah, um, Gus. Um, it sounds kind of like God pride. <laughs> um, you have like he's just good. He's just so good, and it's good to see him play a, a morally gray character instead of just the villain, mm-hmm. uh, which he tends to get cast to because he's a really good villain. Don't get me wrong; he's fantastic. Great, um, it's his voice. His it really stature. is. um you got adrian gillian is in this movie um which i didn't expect um patricia clarkson plays a really good evil scientist um what is it uh 
I think this guy was in a movie we did recently. Let me double check. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I'm willing to be wrong. I'm surprised you ha- you aren't mentioning the one that really caught my attention. Who? Alan Tudyk. Oh, dude! I, <laughs> I was really <laughs> I was ecstatic. My father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have like Alan Tudyk who shows up in this. You have a uh, Natalie. Um. Emmanuel, who is from the Fast franchise, and you know Miss Sunday, um, you have a couple goddamn like alumni from Game of Thrones showing up in this. Um, you have Catherine uh, Mc uh, McNamara, who plays it, uh, who's the new Arrow in mm-hmm. uh, the Arrowverse. Um, you've got like uh, Kea Sidorino, uh, who played Tessera Te- uh, Ter- Teresa. I'm bad at names. Can I say? <laughs> um, like, there's a there's it, like the cast is really strong in this movie, and it makes me happy because a lot of them are younger actors and actresses, and they you know they shine, and it's really awesome. I like that because um, it's like, oh, these guys these guys are gonna have long careers because like there's like no one. You have like Dexter uh, uh, Darden, who's really good as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's really good at comedy in this. I feel like these two movies in particular. Um, he's good at adding some comedic beats. Um, I've determined that Thomas Brody Sangster is going to be the next uh, Sean Bean. <laughs> you know, the shoe fits. Maybe a little. Um, <laughs> oh, was he in? He was in Game of Thrones too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yes. My God, everyone's. There's a lot of Game of Thrones alumni in this. The more I look into it, um, but no, like this, it's a really good cast. Um, and like, I don't, I like, I, I honestly, I like this more than the last one in the sense that like it continues the story really well, in my opinion. Like it just, it does things well. Like I, I went into this not having much of an expectation mm-hmm. at all, um, and having that like raised up and being like hey this movie's this movie's not bad it's nice so yeah i also just found out that um what was his name that i literally just said thomas brody sangster he was in star wars yeah he was in uh force uh, no was he in uh you were right the first force time. awakens yep okay because yeah he was on the uh he was a first order officer in the force awakens yeah i think he gets blown up yeah um <laughs> So <laughs> I think he's one of the ones that gets blown up when the uh adds um, more evidence to my Sean Bean theory. <laughs> shut up, motherfucker. <laughs> you know one thing uh no, it's the next movie actually that's important. Never mind. So, um I'll talk about that later. No, I just I it's weird for me to praise this movie because it feels like I sh- this is not a movie I should normally be into. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like through this movie and the next one, I just kind of dug it. So, like, I like it. I, I like this. I agree with you, especially in the next movie, too. Like, the next movie wasn't quite my thing. It was still good. It definitely had the, like, darker moments that made me think more. But it also, the, the oh, well, I'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, <laughs> I But there was a lot that I liked because it started this off with a very similar tone and mood and feel to the first movie. And then it just completely goes in its own direct well not completely in its own direction but it 
it decides to change its emotions and what it wants to do with how it's going to take the story and what it's going to do with our characters and it works and then it sets it up for i honestly feel like a better story for movie three which leads us to a better resolution especially because if we're going to directly compare it to the hunger games and how the hunger games ends like there's there's a lot of ways that we can do better here (laughs) well the fact that the last book isn't split into two is another one which we'll get more into that with the next movie but like the fact that like this one also there like there's a twist in this one that comes towards the end but if you don't know the twist i think the setup's really good yeah absolutely Um, i I knew the twist twist. i knew the twist and i felt like knowing like even knowing it i'm like oh i mean like you could like there's there's a lot of scenes with a certain character that you're kind of like um like they they like once you know the twist you look back on those you're like yeah oh oh (laughs) and i think that's 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 good like that's good directing that's good acting that's good writing that's like that's how you write a story that doesn't just have like twist mm-hmm. in the end kind of thing. I don't know. It's just like, I, I, I like this. I actually genuinely like this. I didn't expect to enjoy a young adult movie <laughs> um, or a uh, YAN movie, young adult novel movie. Um, <laughs> Cause YAN isn't my thing usually. Yeah. Um, obviously after shitting on last week. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I mean, like, you mean you don't like a movie where the main character is just your average person and that average person changes the world? Well, they aren't an average person because they're emotionless and dry. <laughs> That's my problem with those ones. Mm-hmm. This one, like, the characters have character to them. Like, I would follow, like, any of the characters that are in this group could have been the lead. You know, honestly, yeah. Uh, the the one that I would argue would have the most problem would probably be Mino, but I think Mino could be a lead though, still. Mm-hmm. Um, because of what he goes through, I think every character has stuff that they go through. Um, that would make them a unique character to see the perspective through. Mm-hmm. Um, the story, which is which, weirdly enough, you can re- like kind of call it to like Harry Potter because like you can walk, you can go through the Harry Potter movies from someone else's perspective perspective yeah um and have a different take on it but also still have the same story um while like these movies i think do a good job of that where you can switch out um thomas as the lead and make mino the lead uh uh, teresa the lead newt the lead fried pan the lead maybe everyone else might not couldn't be the lead because they're not from the first one actually teresa uh, teresa couldn't be the lead either because she comes in late in the first one um, I could definitely so I, see Newt as the main character. That's for sure. Oh yeah, I could see Newt as a main character. I could see Mino as a main, uh, main character, and even Frypan as a main character, just because like they've been through absolutely more than Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> technically. So, um, they just don't have. I mean, they just don't have the backstory that Thomas has. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I guess is the best way to put it. Um. So, I mean, I just, I, I like this. I liked this. Uh, the moments that are intense are intense. The moments where things like split and stuff like that. I just, I think it works out really well. Um, I was kind of, I was genuinely surprised by it. I was happily surprised. Um, so, 
Like I just I just didn't expect um to like this as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I definitely did not expect to like this movie as much as I did. But there are still small things that I can pick on, which All I right. will. I will I will allow you a uh up to five minute buffer window. Five minute buffer on my own show? You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as the uh, executive producer of everything. Mm, sure, um, sure. <laughs> uh, no, but honestly, it's really just genuinely tiny things. Like, uh, I, there's, I was confused because the entire time everyone in the Glade is called, like, they're called immunes, but we learn things throughout this movie that doesn't entirely prove that's the case. Um, and it's not necessarily explained why that is until the third movie. So that's one small complaint I have, but it's not always a bad thing that not everything is answered in the same movie, but still it was in that moment. I was kind of confused and angry and wanted an answer. Um, another moment is they kind of do a, um, a sound trick where a shotgun and a handgun give off the exact same sound when fired. So it's meant to trick the ear and uh, make us believe something dramatic happened when it really didn't. Uh, so I was like, well, that's another one of those easy gimmicks. I was like, all right, fine. It's, it's okay. It's a movie. It's, <laughs> well, it's a movie trope that uses, that's used for suspense. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things actually was Teresa. Like, I, I'll be honest, I felt like her act, like, she was kind of sidelined throughout most of this movie. Like, she didn't really get to do much. Uh, but I liked what she does, and I liked the motivation behind it. Like, it didn't really feel like it was out of it, nowhere. It felt... Genuine? Yeah. And it made sense, honestly. But then... You get to the next movie, and then I have decisions there that kind of bug me, but whatever, as well. So, um, if I had to pull out one other thing as well that I wanted to talk about, it would be the distance that they travel and how close everything seems to be. Like, the facility that they leave and then how quickly they get to... I'm going to say the mall, whatever it is, felt really quick. But honestly, if those are my only complaints, pretty good. Hey, I'll take it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to talk about on this first movie, The, uh, the Scorch Trials. Anything you want to say? Honestly, like, if you haven't watched it, I'd suggest watching these. Yeah. At least this one, like you don't really need to see the first movie to really understand what's happening because they explain what's happening in this movie. Um, but that's true. You could pick up here, which isn't a bad thing either. Yeah, but you can also watch these three movies. It's not the worst decision. I would recommend these three over the Hunger Games four, for sure. Yeah, definitely, and not just because of length. Yeah, <laughs> that's just an added bonus. Yeah. Uh, you want your popcorn kernels? I'll take my popcorn kernels. Right. You, here are your ten kernels, Dev. What are you going to give to the score? I'm giving an eight. An eight. A solid eight. Nice. I like that. That's pretty cool. I hope I just didn't mess things up. I didn't. Hooray. 
All right. I personally am going to give this one a... Well, uh, let's just say an eight as well. It was fine. I had you at a seven. I was leaning towards a seven, and then I was like, well, seven and a half is fine. Well, I don't really... Yeah, it was fine. I, I'd watch this again. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's... Hey, I'll take that, dude. Hey, we haven't had a solid since, uh... What? It's been... <laughs> since Golden Compass. And what was that? Where... A solid six? Oh. Uh, well, between us, it was a 3.5. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, Jay. Right. Jay threw it a, a three, but... It bumps back up to a 3.5, so... Um, if you take Jay out of the equation from a few weeks back, mm-hmm. our last even score was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street at a 7.5. Okay. Interessant. Interessant. All right. Oh, fuck. I'm just popping up things all over the screen. I'm such a great video manager, stream runner. Oh, yeah. Right. All right. So I 100%. think we're done with this first movie here. Let's move on to our second movie. Uh, the one that everyone's talking about. It's all the rage. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Maze Runner, The Death Cure. Which came out January 26, 2018, which means we started this show by then, right? I think so at this point. Right? We st- No. No, it was just after we this. We were just starting. Yeah. Okay. We would have started a month later. Um, came out January 26, 2018, with a budget of 62 million, one more million than the last one. Um, made US opening uh 24 million, uh, gross US at 58, um, and cumulative worldwide at 288 million. So, I mean, it made its budget back then some, um, made less than the last one. Um, all that being said, though, I think it's a good conclusion. I would agree with you. I felt like it definitely wrapped up the story fairly well. However, I also felt like there was a lot of like, I I wrote down five specific moments in this movie where I was like, well, that's convenient. Well, that's convenient. Well, that's kind of nifty. Well, like, (laughs) like I, I definitely thought, oh, (laughs) Ooh, and then there was one soundbite. I'm pretty sure you know which one it is, but it completely pulled me out of this movie for sure. Um, okay, give the Wilhelm a break, okay? <laughs> Jesus. It's iconic. I love it. it okay? But it was so out of nowhere. Bullshit! There was an explosion! <laughs> That's when you use the Wilhelm! This whole movie had explosions. Not true, but... <laughs> I mean, I love the I love the Wilhelm. Okay, this is like we will fundamentally always argue on. You know, should the Wilhelm be in a movie or not? I will always say yes, except for the Hobbits. <laughs> that was the only time during the extended edition where they Wilhelmed the King of the Dwarves, Thorin's dad, and I got irate about it. See, I feel like a movie that's trying to be this serious. Shouldn't have a Wilhelm in it. I, I, I disagree. Well, I, I respectfully appreciate your disagreement. God, I can't English. I appreciate you. I know, we will always agree to disagree on this 
topic, but I love the Wilhelm. It is iconic. I fucking love it when it's a movie because it's one of those things that everyone can just go, ah, kind of thing real quick. Just a real quick, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't break the movie for me. It's just a real quick, oh. It really um, took me out of the movie because it's like, I've. You need, you need to turn off your brain for the Wilhelm, okay? <laughs> You're never going to survive movies going forward. The uh. Wilhelm is needed. <laughs> It is part of cinema. Get over it. Mm-hmm. It is. I know it is. <sighs> but that being said, going backwards, back checking, ignoring, <laughs> ignoring the Wilhelm. I'll just ignore that. Ignore that note right there. I'll cross it out. <laughs> we have now covered it. Wilhelm. Uh, <laughs> there was literally uh, one, two, three, four moments that I call uh, like Deus Ex Machina moments where a character just kind of shows up and saves the day. And like, sure, life happens like that at times. But it's just really convenient. Like, they just had to keep the movie going. And then the okay. one moment that I actually said was super convenient was the freaking pool. <laughs> that it wasn't shorter? Well, yeah, that it wasn't deeper, or yeah, it wasn't as shallower, and the fact that there's literally just a pool there. <laughs> hey, buildings have fountains outside. Mm-hmm. It's just a deep fountain. Just how convenient. Where it was Bitch, placed. The Bellagio exists. <laughs> also, the tunnel isn't just convenient. You know they were gonna show up. Mm-hmm. Like those characters weren't gonna just let Thomas do his shit. Both yes and no. Like I both, I 100% agree with you that those characters wouldn't let him do it, but it just literally feels like they just show up. They just. I mean, a <laughs> better driver. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense to Frypan. Um, just Frypan is an experience. Mm-hmm. Which that's also another moment that leads me, which I'll talk to you in a second here. Uh, but he probably, you know, took things a little slower mm-hmm. than, uh, than the character who shows up does. Mm-hmm. So maybe just a little bit, but then that leads me to the thing too, because is in that moment when fry pan does his thing with the, uh, with, you know what, um, isn't he the one who's talking about his hand and how it hurts and how it's in pain. He's like, ah, oh, my hand. Ah, my hand. Yet, when? When they're in the vehicle, when it's... Yeah. Like, I mean, as, as they're trying to get out, isn't it him who's complaining about the pain in his hand? I mean, you just got an accident, so yeah. Okay. Then... Maybe? This, Hold on. I'm pretty sure it's him, because YouTube... Uh, commentary or closed captions said it was him that was saying it. And if it is him, it leads me to be upset that it wasn't Newt who was saying it instead. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> like, and I can talk about more why that is specifically in spoilers, but, um, it just felt like that would be better. Like, they had enough moments in there for us with Newt and what was happening. He just muted me, didn't well, he? 
No. Okay. I'm watching the scene. He's watching the scene. This is still rented, technically, so we have a yeah, chance. Yeah, time. <laughs> <laughs> and going for the putter. Grass. Please. I think he said my head. Head? Yeah. What if, what if you put on the, the, the closed captions? Hold on. Holding. Bated breath. See how this performs. <laughs> Sorry. I am not good at golf commentary. Holding. Such great. Hold on. Content. He does. Okay. I think he said my hand, but I mean, like you get in an accident, you're the one driving. That happens. You hurt your hand. Mm -hmm. I hear you, but you still understand my point as well, right? I mean, yes and no, because that mm. requires changing the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, no, I'm kidding. Um, it's just a lot of this movie does feel like it has convenient moments. Because I feel like Teresa's mindset too, like the two events that just happened to happen one right after the other, like, man, that was convenient that it changed her mind. I mean, of course she was, there was also more to it. I'll be honest. There was a bit more in the back end that kind of led to her reasoning, but still I wanted to bring it up and I could explain more at spoilers again. Um, and the last thing that kind of made me want to know is the end of the movie when the building is being attacked. Um, where did those come from? Were they outside? Like you, you, I, the, the, the weapons that were being used um, by the people who were attacking the tower from far away. I'm trying to give as little spoilers as possible. Where did they get them? Yeah. Were they commandeered? Did they always have them? We don't know, but it adds like it adds something to the end of the movie. It's like it's supposed to be a tension riser like, "Oh my goodness, we have a ticking clock." Steven, don't you dare say it. <laughs> the movie has to movie. Fuck you. <laughs> what? It doesn't I know. Doesn't it affect the movie if they got it before? the attack or during the attack or they got it 15 years ago is it going to affect the outcome of the movie i feel like a little bit yes because the the only reason they get into the walls is because of one motivation but if they had that weapon which could destroy a tower from a distance already they could have been able to get through them not from a distance they were like right at the base area almost they were in the like essentially a plaza nearby <laughs> um and that kind of art artillery isn't going to get through a thick metal wall. But a truck full of gasoline will. Also, there was no way they were going to be able to fire those with the main cannons online. Which, why weren't they working? Because they got in, into the... Okay. They show that happen. Mm -hmm. 
You can't argue that. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I felt like it, though. I'm kidding, though. You're right. Um, I mean, I'll admit, that's a nitpick from you. Mm -hmm. But movie has to movie. Fucking movie has to Listen, occasionally, I, uh, it, it, it outrules the nitpick sometimes, all right? It does, I guess. It does. Because sure. my question to you, Steven, mm -hmm. is if you had to cut something from the movie and you had to choose between the backstory of how they got the gun, the, 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 the artillery, and anything else in this movie, what would you have done? You know, I Don't you fucking should. say... <laughs> that you would have cut anything else from this movie because everything else in this movie is needed you know i would have cut i'm just kidding <laughs> i wanted to try and connect this to the witcher because you've been playing that recently but it, yeah. it's too far of a stretch for anyone who hasn't been watching you play the witcher <laughs> i mean it's uh this is a, I, I think it's a good conclusion i think this movie Closes out everything it set out to do. Mm -hmm. There's not really any. I mean, there's a couple loose threads maybe at the end, but every story's got to have a couple loose loose threads. Um, mm -hmm. and but it doesn't end with like it doesn't feel like a cheesy, sappy, dumb ending. Yeah, it's not an ending like uh the Crocodile movie that we saw. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sorry, like like. Last week, part two of um, Mockingjay, that ending sucks. It was awful, yes. Whoever the this... writer of the book was is a terrible writer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, it also could just be the adaptation. I've never read the, the Mockingjay, so. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like, A, because this is one movie, um, and yeah, it runs a little long. It's, uh, what, two hours and 23 minutes? Yeah. Um, a little longer than that little long but it's one part mm -hmm. it's pacing is all there like because it's it's one book put into one movie which means the act structure gets to be used from the book properly into the movie you don't have to create more acts essentially um or mini acts mm -hmm. um because even like comparing it to what um the the mockingjay does with the mockingjay that one being split into two, even if you watch those back-to-back, -back, which I did, they don't feel like they're back-to-back -back movies. They don't feel like you could watch those back-to-back -back and have a coherent set of acts, you know? Yeah, I hear what you mean. Like, if you watch Infinity War and Endgame back-to-back, -back, those feel like strung-together movies. Um, like they feel like you could watch one right after the other. I need or one like Rogue. Here. Okay, sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking. Um, or like Rogue One to uh the uh, A New Hope, like those movies string together, and I feel like you know from Scorch Trials to um Death Cure, they they go together. Better than what Mocking Jay Part One and Part Two do. Like Mocking Jay ended up with the same issues as The Hobbit did, and The Hobbit, I I'm not a fan of The Hobbit because it just it breaks up the acts too much. Like it, The Hobbit could have worked as a two movie 
movie. It could have, yeah. Um, while the Mockingjay needed to be one movie. And I'm glad, A, I'm glad that this movie came on the tail end of the YAN movies. Um, because before like before we transitioned heavily into uh, comic book heroes. I mean, comic book heroes were already the thing at the, by 2018, but like young adult novel movies had kind of started to die out. Mm-hmm. All thanks They're, to Twilight. <laughs> well, Twilight, uh, Twilight kicked it off in some ways. Harry Potter technically kicked it off, um, but then you know you had Hunger Games, Twilight. Maze Runner, Percy Jackson, which apparently butchers its source material. Um, fuck, Aragon came out during this time. Golden Compass. Um, <laughs> like, there are a lot of movies that were part of this era that were, like, young adult novels adapted into... The Divergent um, series... Yeah, like there's City a lot of, glass. of them. <laughs> um, and so like this, and that's also probably why this one's box office return wasn't as good <laughs> as the last one. I don't think that's this movie's fault. Um, I think it's just because it was on the tail end just of an era. Out. Yeah. Um, because I mean, like it's. I think it's still a good movie. I think it's for me. I kind of enjoy it more than um, Scorch Trials because I think it just keeps moving the plot forward better. It answers questions. Um, some of it's a little cliche, but I'm okay with it because the way they explain how these things happen makes sense, and that just goes back to writing a story that makes sense mm-hmm. um, instead of just writing things to happen. Um, and just like I don't know, it's just it, it for me it works. Um, so if I was at the time a young adult, um, like I mean, you as are a teenager, <laughs> in the sense of like a teenager young adult, yeah. which is what these are marketed towards. Because um, by 2018, I was very much not a young adult anymore. <laughs> um, in that sense, you were very was... much in the middle of your midlife depression. <laughs> Fuck you, quarter life crisis. Thank you. Um, why do you think this show started? Um, <laughs> oh, ouch. That was a rebound to distract from your quarter life crisis? Oh. Yes, sir. Um, or I'm still going through it. Uh, Probably that one. <laughs> um, oh, but, geez. like, I don't know. It's just, it's, I kind of, I, I genuinely enjoyed how these movies went, yeah. personally. Like, I I was genuinely surprised with how much of this movie I liked and how much of a conclusion I liked it. Like, I it ended, I'm like, wow, I liked that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because, like, I just, I, I genuinely didn't expect myself to like this. Yeah. Because I, because I don't think YAN movies work usually. Mm-hmm. There's a long track record of both male and female-led ones not doing well, or being really dry to me personally. Um, maybe being successful from the box office perspective, but being bland, at least from my perspective. Um, i.e., Percy Jackson, <laughs> i.e., Hunger Games, mm-hmm. i.e., Twilight. 
have no, no knowledge about Div Divergence, so I couldn't tell you there. Aragon pisses me off, and I love that book. <laughs> um, so, like, there's, there's certain things that, like, I, I don't expect to like these movies. Um, I go in with an open mind, and this one shocked me. <laughs> the series shocked me, which is nice. I genuinely was happy with how this series goes. So, like, I don't know. I don't know how it compares to the uh, the books. Um, maybe I'll pick them up and read them, though. You know? Might be worth it. Might be worth it for me. Huh. All right, Dev. In that case, I'm going to give... Want to oh, go? I need to give you your popcorn. Yeah, I was about to say. I want to transition in the popcorns, so give them over, hand them to me. Give your, give me your popcorns. I, I'm gonna give this one a seven. Okay. I mean, like it was good, but not quite as good as the second one to me. If that's fair, I like it more than the second one, so I'm giving it an eight point five, which puts it at an eight. Um, overall. Which. What? What does the we did the original Maze Runner this year too, right? Seven. We yeah, seven? we did. We gave it sevens across the board. All right. <coughs> so not a bad franchise. Like no. averaging out to like if you average all of them together, like seven point seven five. So mm -hmm. rounding up to an eight overall franchise. Um, that's pretty good. Um, I feel like if we ever not that we're ranking these, we should we should make a list sometime of our young adult novel movie list of where we would rank these. Yeah. Um uh, that'd be a fun day. <laughs> that'd be a fun list. <laughs> we do have to do the um we do have to do the divergent movies. Um and then gloss over Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. We have to do that first, I think, or Harry Potter night. So, and just gloss over that mm -hmm. for reasons. For reasons. So yeah, let's yeah. move on into uh, spoilers here for the, the, the yeah. spoiler. Oh wow, that was such a great transition. We're now into death race. I mean death cure. <laughs> God damn it. Um. All right. So where do you want to start, spoiler wise? So honestly, the first place I want to start is Galley. Let's talk about the return that of Galley. That was a shock. It really was. It came out of nowhere. And I want to ask you. Well, obviously you think it was great. I can't comparison. I was about to say, was it a justified shock? Like, was it, does it matter that it was Galley that came back? Could it have been anybody else? I mean, who else could have, A, who else could have come back? B, I think it was a cool play. Mm -hmm. Honestly, because it's so many... You know what? You know what gave it away though that it was him. Just seconds before the reveal was when he turned and his head, like, kind of had the shape. And I'm like, mm -hmm. "Wait, hold, hold up, <laughs> wait a minute, no." <laughs> and the mask is re removed. And I'm like, "What the fuck is Will Porter Polter doing here? You, you died. You right? died. We watched you die in the first movie." <laughs> what <laughs> um but that was that's a good move in my opinion like like bring someone back who adds a it adds tension because you know galley and thomas buttheads mm -hmm. but seeing them work together was kind of cool like seeing them put that aside because they like the redemption a, arc yeah no give galley a little bit of redemption because like also what galley does in the end of maze runner is like he wasn't exactly in control. Um, 
of himself. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think it's kind of good. Um, I liked it. It was it was something I didn't necessarily expect from it. Yeah. Um, it just go ahead. I was about to say, but he also leads into three specific moments that I wrote down. Like, it's not that it's his fault. It's not that he's a bad actor or anything, or it's just that the writing was, hey, there's these people swarming in on our main character, Thomas, Newton, friends. Oh, my goodness, the big gate guns are being pulled. They're opening fire on a crowd of civilians. And this group of people that were chasing Thomas and friends is actually Galleon friends. (laughs) They saved our main characters from being killed by random machine fire. Hooray! Like I, that was one. Of, that was the very first moment in this movie where I was like, "Well, that was a little convenient." I mean, other than the virus checkpoint, which you said doesn't count, so I won't count it. All right, I'll take you. I will take you counting this if you take off. Um, everyone. Um, if you take off, uh, Brenda and Jorge showing up in yeah. the tunnel. Yeah, I'll take that off. I'll take off Brenda and Jorge showing off. And I'll still argue you that on this. Okay. Because, you know, I gave you a fair moment to argue it. Mm-hmm. Movie has to... <laughs> no, you. I won't. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's the only way that you can really get that to work with his character showing up. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't see another moment where he could. Um, like, I, I don't think there's another moment where he could show up. But I think they could set it up a little bit better. I mean, you you see Newt seeing everyone kind of closing in on him. Yeah. Um, and then I would have liked maybe more dialogue, more conversation in between the two, maybe. Like, as much as I hate just talking exposition dumps, I think it would have been better to have, like, maybe even one or two words, like one phrase, something, before it's just revealed that it's Galley. I feel like that would have, ta- like, if he talked too much, we would have picked up who it is mm-hmm. sooner and the reveal wouldn't have been as like um like revealing revealing i guess <laughs> i was saying that to be an ass sorry <laughs> i mean that's the only way i knew how to say it okay <laughs> um but then that also leads me to the point too about galley is his plan is to hope that teresa is going to have a change of heart I mean, she's always been on the side of trying to help the better good. Mm-hmm. Um, better good. Which, she doesn't exactly go about it the best way. Nope, she tried. Um, which she says on her deathbed. I tried. <laughs> and I mean, I, I like, I do gotta give the movie credit because you understand why she's doing what she's doing. Absolutely. She's um, trying to save all of humanity, not just a couple yeah. of people. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, I understand it. I'm not, like, I, I for me personally, it's one of those, like, all right, I get what why we're doing this. Um, it, I get. I, don't, I like, I genuinely feel like the, the only comparison, like, imagine if Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was real. And, like, a real story. And the idea was the cure for vampirism was hidden within people of color. And then the debate of was, all right, do we keep them as property or do we set them free? Like, I feel like, I don't know why 
that's what made me think of it. But that was the next thing I could think of as a story that could possibly come close to this. Only because they literally have moments where our characters like Mino and all the others like Eris when he's relieved from the train have shirts that say property of wicked on the back. Even though they're individual people with all of their, like, now lives. Well, a lot of YAN, YAN novels are kind of pushing people to be more uh, Marxist. Mm-hmm. Um, take that as you will. Um, <laughs> Workers of the world unite. Um, because capitalism bad um, <laughs> is kind of the story they're aiming for. Um, whether or not you agree with that, I'll leave up to you. Um, I'll leave that discussion for my personal channel. Um, <laughs> But the, like, being property of a, co- a corporation, I mean, that's just, it, it, it's what a lot of young individuals feel like that's what the, is all there is. So the ability to fight against that mm-hmm. is a good story for them. Um, so, like, with uh, Teresa her being willing to be a part of that for the greater good. Like you understand it because that's what would happen in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, and she sees it as an opportunity to save more people in the end. Problem being that like, and, and like on her redemption thing, I don't know if it was necessarily a redemption. For Teresa. No. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Hmm. It was, she, like, she was put in a situation where she knew she had to do the right thing. Did it redeem her for what she did? No. But, personally, you also, like, you're still sympathetic with her because you also understand why she's doing what she's doing. Especially because she has two guns pointed at the back of her head consistently yes um but at the same time those guns aren't necessarily always pointed at her they're there yeah. but they aren't pointed at the back of their, her head they're usually pointed past her head mm-hmm. um that gun can easily turn to the back of your head at any moment <coughs> i mean this movie shows that when little finger fucking pulls that shit um oh, which is a very little finger move no literally um, i was the movie was happening and i was like he's little fingering his way through this <laughs> <laughs> literally the direction they probably went all right now for this movie you're little finger <laughs> all right <laughs> but american <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> i will say his american accent was interesting mm-hmm. um because you could tell it wasn't a perfect American accent. It was very unique. And I give him credit because it was, I liked it because yeah, it, it was unique. <laughs> the only, like, it was unique. And the thing that really pick, I picked up on it mostly is it kind of got rid of, like, the graveliness of his voice. Like, yes. he has a deeper voice. And then when he was trying to go American, it kind of went higher in pitch. And <laughs> it was smoother. I'm... <laughs> I think we're friends. Kind of thing. <laughs> like his accent is really hard to emulate because it's not, it's not quite American, mm-hmm. but it's American esque. Mm-hmm. It's American light. It's American seltzer. Um, <laughs> it's it, it it wants to be Budweiser. Yes. <laughs> um, which is, I think it's great, honestly, because it just it's one of those things that are like, ah, I kind of I see I see I see it. And I like it because mm-hmm. it's not quite right. 
which in a broken society probably would happen um <laughs> depending on where you're from so yeah no i mean and like so her little redemption thing at the end um that's not really a full redemption arc but it's a redeeming moment mm-hmm. if that makes sense um where like it's understandable why he put her name on there he would have let's be honest if newt's name wasn't put on by mino he would have put, put newt. newt yeah yes 100 <laughs> percent but like, newt's already there part of me was wondering like how many times are we going to see newt written on that rock <laughs> <laughs> I miss new. I miss new. <laughs> Fry pan, we <Mino>. know. Yeah. <laughs> and always, Newt! <laughs> Which, uh, can I transition into new? Yes. Did they show at any moment, be- like, of him getting infected before he shows Thomas? No, because it's airborne. Okay. He he had he got the he got the airborne pathogen because. He is a, he's compromised. Uh, his immune system is compromised to the disease because he, he wasn't was the control wasn't group. He was not in. Yes. Immune. Yeah. Yes. Um, which is which I think problem with two. But well, I don't think everyone is necessarily immune to bite. Mm-hmm. I think that because it makes sense. So funny enough, I just watched uh, Game Theory, which talked about Minecraft zombies. So airborne um, zombieism. Yeah. Yes. I was watching that too. Airborne pathogen. If your if your immune system is compromised to that, you're more likely to get that. But if your immune if your immune system can fight the airborne, you can still get bit because it's a direct through your your biggest protective system, your skin. Then two questions then past that. If it's an airborne virus that he catches, how did he not get it in the maze? Because they were in the open air outside of the maze it might be because it's away from where the like where the disease mostly is okay um and all of them don't have it so there's not a place for the airborne pathogen to be spread from okay so they're not compromised till they go out to the real world okay i could see that they're just kept far enough away from an active source yeah. of it which also means that like because it's airborne maybe it takes more time through that way to spread rather than like through a bite where it's almost instant growth from it Plus, and scratches. And I was about to say, Winston was scratched. He wasn't bit. And that's yeah. what he changed. But I mean, the look at their fucking hands yeah. from the cranks. But yeah, but also like Winston simultaneously, he was the reason why I was <laughs> upset about this because we were told to, we are led to believe that they're all immunes, but we are quickly find out. I think he's still immune. Mm-hmm. Uh, but be, it, Google said otherwise <laughs> when I looked it up. I, okay, okay. I think it's a different level of immunity, I guess would be the way to put it. Yeah. Just um, not direct injection into the blood. Yeah. I think, like, with Mino, Mino would be compromised by, like, a bite. <laughs> but he obviously has one of the stronger immunities to it mm-hmm. because they were using him as like an antidote yeah as the blood um, bag <laughs> yes um so like obviously he's got these like super strong antibodies to this thing but not strong enough for a direct contact with it mm-hmm. while like thomas's his does yeah um which i do like that setup where we see um we see uh, what's Rose's character's name again, Brenda. Brenda. After like 
like obviously months like a month later or something months later mm-hmm. um and like you have that moment where they walk by each other and she kind of looks i kind of like the flirtatious but not a thing yet where they set it up where it could be a thing once the the movie ends yeah like um, it, th- th- there's a possibility of them getting together now that they're yeah. in a peaceful situation yes i'm cool with that there, there um, was I, there was a moment in the second movie where I was like, "Are you really gonna pull the love triangle bullshit on us here, with Teresa, Brenda, and Thomas?" <laughs> I'm glad they didn't do it. Yeah, because <laughs> they could have easily have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so them not doing that, I think, was actually kind of rad. Yeah, because uh, we didn't have to deal with that bullshit. Um, and so like I think, I think my thing about the 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 immune system thing with it is. That I think it makes sense, um, because it, I mean, to bring it to real life, there are people who get the airborne pathogen of coronavirus and don't feel it mm-hmm. or have any changes at all, um, while other people lose sense of taste or have higher complications from it. Um, so those whose immune systems aren't compromised by it um don't experience anything from it they just their body just breaks it down because it's airborne mind you if the if coronavirus was a zombie plague and people were biting people with it it probably would be worse because hey most like it would be worse because saliva has it in there Mm -hmm. then um which is how that why wearing a mask stops it because when you're talking and breathing you're setting out moisture molecules that have the virus in it um and depending on what you're saying and stuff like that depends on how far this like the launch can go because you can go up like depending on what you're doing it could go six meters away um depending on the kind of like airflow stuff like that Mm -hmm. um especially with still air and stuff um so that's why being inside and stuff like that also uh affects it um which is weird like this movie understands pandemics and I respect that about it. I don't know. Like, it's kind of, I, I like that it res- it understands what it's talking about because, like, you can see the effects of it and how it would affect things, I guess. It, like, it genuinely feels like how it would be done um, with how an infection would spread kind of thing. How the world ends up, who knows um, if that's, that's really how it would go or not. Um, that's, <laughs> I don't know, look at, 2020 um but <laughs> um i mean it's just I, I like i know it's a gripe that you might have but it's mm-hmm. i think it's done well personally because it like for me i understand why it's doing what it does if that makes sense so i respect your opinion on it but i have my own yep you're pulling a full adam savage i respect your reality and substitute but i'm just kidding <laughs> 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 I always substitute my own. We know this. Yes. Yes. Alright, well, I, I guess that's pretty much it, honestly. There's not much else that I can say that isn't, like, easily, like, movies got a movieable. So, <laughs> want to just move on to the news and wrap things up for today? Yeah, let's do that. Alright, hit the news button, please. Wow, we're so newsy. <laughs> Just pull that out as a soundbite and I'll use it. 
<laughs> We're so newsy. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was I about to say? Um, thoughts. Process. They're gonna get there. Don't worry. It's gonna happen eventually at some point. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kidding. Uh, so honestly, I was once again looking through things, and I don't want to talk about all the people who died, because once again, people are dying. It's very unfortunate, and it's just going to keep happening. If it wasn't a year where, like, some of these things can be talked outable because they're not death via COVID, but still, there's so many of that happening this year. I just kind of want to not end the show on a downer. I, I can understand that. Yeah. So then, going past that, other things I see is like, we have, um, uh, no spoilers, but Baby Yoda has a name. Why would you say that? They'll figure it Why out. Why would you say it that way? Well, think. <sighs> Most people just say it a different way, damn it. How would they say it? We just. So at work, we just say the name because no one who n doesn't know about it has any idea what we're talking about. All right. Well, cool. Now, all set. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Now we just um, can't ever say the name and we're fine. God damn it. <laughs> you ruined how I wanted to end the show. Oh. Well, that's <laughs> what you get for not consulting with me. <laughs> what? I never consulted with you on the end. You just let me do my own fucking thing when you're doing your fucking closing thing. Yeah, I usually Fuck. do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Uh, I think you'll enjoy The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, no, this week's episode's the best episode. Absolutely. So, I have one complaint, but it's nothing to do with anything at all. It's not even an important complaint. It's just wrinkles. My only complaint. <laughs> on, what, on her fucking, uh... Yeah. On her tails? Why? Just doesn't... To me, it just looked artificial because of the wrinkles. Like, I don't know what it was... Uh, it just really reminded me of the fake, like, pleated, plat leather, plasticky type stuff. And I was like, mm, it's just filled with cotton. She's 40 years old, man. No, I understand. It's just, I didn't like it. I'm sorry. If they were all that way, Ages. but it's just the one spot where they were bending. You hate people who are old. Yes. Confirmed. I have a fear of Steven old people has, and growing old. Steven hates old people. Uh, confirmed mm -hmm, um, he hates wrinkles so you can't age around Steven nope no one can age around me Jay will eventually get aged out because Steven will kick him out um, oh what's that <laughs> terrible like I think they, it was a line in Jay and Silent Bob or something that was like that's what you gotta like about them college girls no my god <laughs> McConaughey. oh yeah there we go but, thank you <laughs> Put it together for right, me. Move on. Move on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Other things to talk about are, um, oh, um, do you just want to move on to the end then? Yeah, let's talk about what we're doing. <laughs> no. no, as always, you know it's the end of the month, so that means next month's movies. Um, uh, next month's movies. Uh, uh, Steven spoiled it last week, but we're doing 
Christmas movies. Yay, Christmas movies. I said holiday movies. I didn't say Christmas. It wasn't a complete Oh, whatever, spoiler. holiday movies. Um, <laughs> some of these are Christmas movies. Some, some of these are not. Um, we've got, starting on December 7th, we're doing uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special and Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Because that's new. And... Yeah. Though, be more, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, I think, is less than an hour long. So... We might switch which one we're going to review in deep spoilery detail. We'll, we'll see. All right. Um, on the 14th, we're doing the Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. On December 21st, we're doing one of my favorite movies, um, which is Scrooged. Um, I'm reading it in inverse order because I love uh, yeah. Scrooged so much. Because we're going to do the man who still in- invented Christmas and Scrooged as unique takes on the Christmas Carol. Um. And we're ending the month on the most Christmas movie of all on December 28th. The the, the Christmas movie the Christmas of all time. The Christmas. No, I'm sorry. Christmas Story is the Christmas movie for me. Um, but we're doing Die Hard and Die Hard 2. Die Harder. Um, I fought for Die Hard 3. Uh, Die with a Vengeance. But then we would have nothing to do with Die Hard 4. We would have Die Hard 5. Is there a Die Hard 5? Yes. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yes, there's a Die Hard Five. Oh, it came it's out got in Jai Courtney in it. Mm. A good day Jai to Courtney, Die right? Hard. That's right. Jai Courtney's in it, right? It, oh, let's see. With Jai Courtney, yes. Plays fucking Bruce Willis' son. Do we really? Is there a Die Hard Six? No, not yet. Die Hard. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Looks like it was I mean, scheduled to come out originally in 2018, but then never did. Thank God. <laughs> Woo, let's see. October. Oh, this is supposedly still happening. Unfortunately, it has led into, of all things, a diehard themed battery commercial. Oh, yes, right. I know. Called, I know about that. We're not worried about the diehard die battery. Diehard 6 called Simply McCain has been into the planning stages since 2017. And focuses on both young and present day John. So they're still working on it. This literally came out last month on Screen Rant. <laughs> That's funny. News. But yeah, I guess we could technically do the third movie too. Saying as it's we too late. You already, you already set it up. You already set it up. You already set it up. I just think we'll get a third movie next month. The next time we do Die Hard. Yeah. Next December. <laughs> oh, because they're not Christmas movies at all. Darn. <laughs> all right. So yeah, that's um, that's us. So next week, come join us as we hate our lives with Star Wars Holiday Special and then Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Those ones are the ones that I'm. You fucking picked them. Yep, I picked them, and it's all because of my fucking coworker. He gave me the idea. Then Disney was like, Lego Star Wars. And we're like, oh, fuck, it works. It's a theme. So we're just, I'm just, get it out of the way. Get the meme done and over with. <sighs> it's a rite of passage. Just, <laughs> just wait, though. I, I have recently had another duo of movies that I want us to do. That I just, I don't know when we do it. I just think they'd be terrible. And I would have a great week. I hate it here. Understandable.
Well, let's end this misery. Bye, everybody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Yay. that's it. I, I've got nothing else to say for today. So, um, if you like what you saw, you know, all the social or media things. To. Yeah, or listen to. Hit the likes, subscribes, follows, um, all that fun stuff. All the things on all the things. Yeah, all the things and all the things. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week for the start of Tis the Season. Ah, to be jolly. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Ah, fucking humbug.